to the DC Tweet Team Podcast, hosted by Andy Burroughs. You know what I mean? Maurice Hawkins. Some people call me Maurice. And Shelly Jordan. Here's the deal, I'm the best there is. And here's your host, Andy Burroughs. Welcome everybody to the DC Tweet Team Podcast. I, as always, am your host, Andy Burroughs, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Shelly Jordan and Maurice Hawkins. Shelly, how are you? I'm good for Misery Monday. I guess yeah. I'm good. Oh, we yeah. are getting used to these Misery Mondays. Maurice, mm-hmm. my brother, how are you, my man? I can't say really? happy Misery Monday. I don't know what to say, Maurice. I feel like we have this chat quite often. How are you, sir? I'm just upset that my the first letter of my name starts with this first letter of misery. Mm-hmm. So, um I mean, me personally, I'm doing well, but I think as far as being a Washington football team fan, um, it's a lot less to be desired right now. Yeah, obviously, we sit here Monday recording this podcast, so whenever you guys listen to it, we're sitting here Monday after the 17-10 to 10 loss to the Denver Broncos before we try and break it down and get into what Ron Rivera had to say after the game and his press conference today, which is literally just finished about half an hour ago. Let's start with you, Maurice. What did you, was it the same old, same old? I think I kind of messaged out yesterday on Twitter. I'm, I'm kind of not even mad anymore, Maurice. I think I've gone past mad. I mean, it'd be good to know where you're getting right now. I'm just kind of, is what it is. This happens. I think, I think right now, like, I think we just need to like clear off all the bovine excrement about, this team and just accept the fact we are not a good team period there's nothing good about this team at all i mean you have some players that have talent but as as far as playing as a team we cannot do that right now we have not demonstrated the ability to consistently play winning football to four quarters there's there's yet to be a game this year that we have played a complete game even to two games that we won with those are games uh, like Shelly has so, um, you know, smartly uh, identified could have easily been lost. And so even though we're two and what are we, what are we two and six now? Two and six. Two, we're two and six right now. Mm-hmm. We really, it really should feel more like oh and eight. Because mm-hmm. uh, when you look at the Giants game and when you look at the Falcons game, I mean, those are games that we won by the hair of our chinny chin chin. So yeah, we're two, we're two and six. Hooray. We're, you know, we're not, you know, you know, winless, you know, but I don't see, I don't see where we get better, right? So look at our next three games after the bye week. We play the Super Bowl champions, right? So, I mean, I, do we have any hope of winning that? Then we go on the road to play the Carolina Panthers, right? And they're a much improved team. And then we play the Seattle Seahawks on Monday Night Football. And hope to the football gods that Russell Wilson is still injured because if he's healthy and he's in that game, then he's going to give us that work too. So over the next three games, we might be lucky to win one of them. Might be lucky to win one of them. So there's not much to talk about right now. I mean, the team's in a bad place on multiple fronts. Um, You know, the fan base is revolting on uh, multiple fronts. So there really isn't anything positive to say about the team right now. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Shelley, we've been doing our Twitter spaces uh, the last week and what Maurice has just said seems to sum, sum up the feeling of a, 
an entire fan base, really. We've been fortunate enough to speak to people like the commission, SK, and lots of other people. How are you feeling on this Monday after another another defeat? What, what, what did you make of the game? <laughs> same old, same old. I mean, I honestly don't have much to say about it. The score reflected a much closer game than I thought that it was. They really shot themselves in the foot, um, in the feet, in their feet. I don't even know what the, in their asses. It's... No one likes to get shot they down. In the, they, I don't know how in the second, this is the second game now where we barely punted. I don't know how that's um, possible. I don't understand what they're doing. I mean, they get down in the red zone and they completely just fall apart. They yeah. they move the ball. They move the ball. I don't know. We had three hundred and forty-two like yards Bobby yesterday. Bobby had an interception right in his hands and just drops it. I I'm, I've never the seen such ineptitude. Uh, just even in coaching even in play calling it's just i've it's just all it's just a bad 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 team all across the board in coaching i mean coaching's got to take it everybody's got to take it all phases everything mm. yeah it's all of them mm. and 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 then there's the off the field stuff it's just it's everything just bad yeah, just no. bad, 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 um, bad, bad, very bad. Uh, Maurice, we had a total of 342 yards yesterday, uh, passing yards of 230, rushing yards of only 112. Third downs, we were five uh, from 14. Fourth downs, we were one from five. Taylor Heineke sacked four times. I mean, like Shelley said, the scoreline really reflect the game. We can't could have got ourselves back on it. Like you say, we dropped some easy interceptions that we should have that we should have made. Um, our quarterback getting sacked four times doesn't help. On the plus side, very quickly, though, I thought Landon Collins had a very good game. I was, I don't say that often in this podcast anymore. I thought he was, I thought he was very impressive. Probably one of the shining lights in a very poor Washington team with all the criticism we sit here and give him. I thought he played very well. I mean, Maurice, is there anyone that stood out for you? Obviously, I mentioned Landon there, or did it, you know, we're sitting here with our quarterback sacked four times. Um, Terry McLaurin, again, three receptions for 23 yards. Um, Antonio Gibson only had eight carries for 34 yards. Jarrett Patterson had 11 carries, uh, 46 yards. I mean, the, the stats aren't exactly glowing. The defensively side of the ball, um, Landon Collins, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, James Smith, they all had a sack. Cole Holcomb played okay. You know what I mean? Chase Young was the invisible man again. I got slow to stick on Twitter for that yesterday. I mean... I'm not going to sit here and bash Landon Collins every week. And Chase Young is literally dining out on a rookie season. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts on the the, the players themselves? So we'll get onto the coaching team in a minute. You know, I think right now is that well, I think what we're seeing in the team is there's and I've said this before. There is a disconnect between what the coaches are coaching and what the players are doing on the field so this is beyond just the players and bad play like there is there is a frustration of that i think we're seeing with the players and the ineptitude of these players and 
it's 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 playing itself out on the field. So there's a there's something going on between what the coaches are doing and what the players are receiving that's showing itself out in and out. Because I I I give an example, right? The same problems that we saw in the Broncos game, we saw the previous week with the Packers, which was execution in the red zone. So like the offense that Scott Turner is running, it can move the ball down the field, but once it gets into the red zone, they have very limited options to score touchdowns. And, and you, and you see that um, they don't stretch the field. You know, everything is like in the flats, you know, everything is something, you know, on the, in the, in the backfield or, and that's, and that's, and that's a result of Taylor Heineke not having the arm strength to, you know, stretch the field and really make defenses fear his arm because they do not fear his arm. So I think that you have that. And then on the defensive side of the ball, that's even a bigger mystery because you have talent, you know, but you really got to ask yourself, why is this team regressing from last year? Like, because if the 2020 Washington football team was to play the 2021 Washington football team, the 2020 Washington football team would smash the 2021 Washington football team. So there's something going on with this team. And I don't know if it's Ron and his philosophy or is it the off the field things going on with the team that's affecting the psyche of this team? I simply don't know. Yeah, not very well put. Shadi, go on, sorry. Well, a couple of things to to that. They get down in the red zone and and they get away from the run you know, they'll start getting away from what got them down into the red zone, right? You So the, they actually got away from the run, which drove me crazy. So that that's on play calling. And so that's on coaching, in my opinion. So they would get down into the red zone and completely get away from, from – um, from the run and and they would abandon it and that drove me crazy that's one two coaching again i want to go back to coaching they're not it's a combination of things in my opinion because you know it took them so long to move landon collins to the linebacker position they placated him for far too long far too long because we all knew that move needed to happen in the off season and here we were in what game seven eight and that finally happened. And that affected the whole, you know, secondary, in my opinion. Also, they're not using, you know, they, they would go out and get um, William Jackson III, who was used to playing man coverage, and they had him playing in zone oh. constantly. So they're not playing people the way they're used to playing them. And the same with Bobby McCain. So you can't get these players who were used to playing in different, you know, packages in, in you know, different schemes and then have them come here and playing it and not using them the way they're used to being used. So that's part of the problem, uh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that. I think that's what we're seeing. So trying to force... Um, square peg in round holes. A square peg in round holes. That's what we're seeing here. So that's the problem. The coaching staff is not using their player personnel and using them to their strengths, in my opinion. 
Yeah. They yeah. want it done their way or the highway, and that's not working. That's what I think we're seeing. Yeah, no, I'm uh... that's just my opinion. Uh Maurice, are we trying to put square pegs in round holes? Uh I think so. I mean, I, I just think it's just, you know, it's just simple as, you know, we don't have the players and the coaches are not making any adjustments. And and I'm wondering, like, are we tanking? Like, are we trying to get like a top draft pick or something like that? Because you know, <laughs> what we're seeing on the field like just makes it seem as though like we're like this season is a wrap. We're all in for 2022. <laughs> You know, uh, I don't I don't see. I mean, first of all, I, unless something drastically changes. Right. And I mean, drastically, I don't see the playoffs in our future at all. You know, I mean, the, the division is gone. I don't see how you catch the Cowboys. I don't I mean, the Cowboys won the game last night with their backup quarterback. They didn't even have Dak on the field and beat a solid uh, Minnesota team. Not a great team, but a solid team with a veteran quarterback. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, maybe we should have kept that guy. Thank you, Bruce Allen. Um, and I wasn't a Kirk fan, but Jesus Christ. Um, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I just here's the thing about it. This is my attitude. I'm a Washington football team fan, and I feel like a parent who has the, a kid on the team who's the least talented player on the team, but that's my kid, and I got to support him. I know he's not going to do a gosh darn thing to help the team win. And nine times out of 10, he's sitting on the sidelines just watching everyone else play. But I'm there to support my kid. So the Washington football team, you're my kid, but I know you're not going to do a gosh darn thing to win any football game. So that's kind of how I feel about the team right now. Maurice, your your kid wouldn't happen to be Chris Blewett, would it? Yeah, he's at the perfect <laughs> name for losing, right? I what? blew it. What, what, did you, what did you guys make of, uh, you know, we obviously got on our former kickers uh, case. Chris Blewett comes in, goes one for three. Uh, three blocked attempts, was it, in that game? If I'm right. Yeah, yeah three. Yeah, I haven't seen, sure. you don't see that during the whole season. No less uh, one game. Uh, yeah. Maurice, what did you what did you make of our new kickers uh, first game for the Washington football team? Second game. What, what, was he, what, what, what was he like? He worked for UPS or something last year? Uh, yeah, he was UPS. Yeah, he might want to uh, freshen up that. So we have a we have a kicker who worked for UPS. We have a quarterback yeah. who was studying and working in I don't know where he was working. Yeah, yeah this is, this sounds like anyone could come and kind of get a game on the for the Washington football team. Help me, you know, you know, I might try out. This team is like you know those you know those sports movies where it's a hapless franchise and they've been historically losing, and then for some strange reason, some player comes on the team and they start winning. You know, like uh, like major league uh, or the replacements or whatever like that. They can make a movie about our team right now. I love but major right league. Now, major is, league was a good film. Yeah, there is no jump. There, there is no. Uh, I was at uh, Falco, Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves coming through the. Uh, <laughs> oh, the set. Yeah. For yeah. The yeah. 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 There's no Falco coming through the you know, the locker room to save this team. I mean, you know, again. And I said this before, and, you know, people got on me when everybody was all in love with Taylor Heineke, the legend of Taylor Heineke. I said the truth is going to be revealed, and the truth has been revealed. Taylor Heineke is a serviceable backup quarterback at best. He is not a franchise quarterback. He is not a long-term solution. Our long-term um, our, our, and he wasn't even a season-wide solution. Our season-wide solution is on crutches and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So 
this season has totally gone off the rails. You know, I'm not even angry anymore, right? Because I Thank think you, you guys. So I said, yeah, I'm not even angry no more. Like I watched the game, like ah, you know, um, call call it a day. Um, I'm just I'm just not angry. You know, the team is it is what it is. I think just don't get mad, right? Because if you like, if you get mad like this team is competitive and they're supposed to be competing with this team, then you're selling yourself fool's gold. They're not. They're they're supposed to be losing these games. They're supposed to be, right? Like the Denver game was a winnable game. Like I thought that okay, this is a game they could win and have some momentum going into the bye week. And the Denver's not a good team at all. Make no mistake about it. But we're so bad, Denver took advantage of it. You know, yeah. so we made Bridgewater look like Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was um, funny. You should say about Heineke there, um, Reese and Shelley. Uh, Ron Rivera today in his press conference said he's going to sit down and evaluate things. And in that press conference, he said he wasn't sure if he goes, his well, exact, exact words were, I'm not sure if the quarterback is either on the roster right now, in the draft, or on free agency kind of thing. It's quite clear to me that Heineke is not the answer. And Ron Rivera, I think, deep down knows that. But he's what else has he got? Can he put in Kyle Allen? Probably not. I know our good buddy Josh Taylor, um, he tweeted out yesterday that he would like to see Kyle Allen in. I mean, Shelley, do you, can, you, can you see a quarterback change maybe before the, the Bucks game? Um, we're, we're not really having a I bye week. We're not having, it, we're practicing. But... So we're not having a bye week. The, the team are practicing Wednesday, I think. Um, well, that's why I don't think we're tanking. Because if we were tanking, then he would let them off during the bye week. So why save face if we were tanking? You know, just let them have off during the bye week. I mean, he's he's making them, you know, pretend work, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, because nothing's working. Nothing that they've been doing is working. And if he's if he's starting player evaluations, he needs to start with uh, coaching evaluations because that's where the shit needs to start. Personally, you know, self evaluate, self evaluate. Yeah. It was um with that whole coaching staff self evaluate because they you know they're stubborn as all get out, and I, I just think they think they know what they're doing, and I personally I don't. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not trying to say I know more than they do. I just think that, and I'm not saying that, okay? I know I'm blonde, I'm five foot two, you know, stay at home mom. I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying self-evaluate. What could you do better? That's all I'm saying. Well, apparently though, they haven't started self-evaluating yet. Obviously, uh, Shelly, I know you were on Big Dog Show today, so you might not have heard. Maurice, I know you're at work. Uh, Maurice, Ron Rivera said, we haven't started evaluating the process of the first eight games yet. And in my little notes, I just put in brackets and big letters. What? How, how have we not evaluated anything over these eight games? I get that. They've, every game, uh, as every you game, go. I, you know, I'm sure they watch film and they do <gasps> this, that and the other, Maurice. But how can he say, I mean, a lot, I think Lake Lewis tweeted it out as well. And everyone was replying like, this is baffling to me. How can a head coach of a, of a National Football League team come and say, uh, and I quote, we haven't started evaluating the process of the first eight games yet. I mean, how the living hell do you even do that? I don't know. I mean, you should start evaluating, uh, you know, from from the jump, from the onset. You know, I just think that Coach Rivera doesn't have anything to say to rationalize the fact that this is a bad team. Like nobody wants to come out and say, 
we're a bad team and we need a lot of work. And I think that, again, and I said this last year, I think, you know, going for the division crown last year was fool's gold because everybody in the division was garbage. Well, pretty much everyone in the division is still garbage with the exception of um, the Cowboys. Like the Cowboys are not garbage. I mean, they are a legit squad, you know, and that, and that pains me to say that, but, you know, I'm going to be a realist. And then um, did Philadelphia win yesterday? I think it, so. Not, oh, the Sorry, I couldn't hear you, mate. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, they beat the shit out of uh, Detroit, right? Right, yeah. exactly. They smashed exactly. 40. I thought it was 44 to zero. It might have even been zero. Right. No, right. not zero. I wasn't. Right. Maybe when I saw it. Six or right. something. Oh, okay. When I last checked, so, I know some, they didn't. Some, some level of ungodly domination. They put <laughs> yeah, something that, like that's going to be us after the bye week. Oh, sure. no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, all I got is. Get real. You know. <laughs> Hey, man, just get ready for the holidays. Christmas is coming. Thanksgiving, you know, just don't. I mean, if you watch Washington football and you expect them to win a game, um, you're going to be disappointed. But if you're watching Washington football because you just like watching football, you like wearing this gear, which I do, I still represent, you know, then that's fun. I mean, we all want the team to win, but they got to want to win. And they're not playing winning football. And I would, I would, Shelly, I think this is beyond the players. I don't think the coaches are putting these guys in a position to be successful. Scott Turner's offense is vanilla. It is bland. It is dull. It is unimaginative. It is predictable. Um, and I think that's a result of who the signal caller is. You know, Taylor Heineke has a limited skill set. If you keep Taylor Heineke in the pocket, he is not dangerous. He is unremarkable. The only time you see Taylor Heineke. When he rolls out. When he rolls out. So the fact that you're not taking advantage of his natural gifts because you would have run your offense, you know, which is trash, right? Then, you you know, you're rigid and inflexible. That's all I got. Yeah, no. Um, let's get, Moose, I know you're at work, so I know time's short. Let's get into a yeah. couple of fan questions. Uh, Scott Hartley uh, sent one in T Texas to me uh, about half an hour ago. He put, I generally don't know where this team goes from here. I just have an overwhelming feeling of, Mwah. This with this team, the enjoyment's gone. I'm already looking at the draft for that buzz. If it's a real struggle to keep going, I'm not the only one feeling this way, surely. To that end, what do you think can be done to attempt to get this season going again or let fans know we are just let the fans know we're not horrible? Shelly, you can are take you that asking one. me, yeah. Shelly, you can take that no, one, and Maurice, I'll give you the next one. Ask uh, me. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, Scott's basically saying, look, he, he's, he's waiting for the draft to get a buzz. He's like, do you, uh, to, he says, do you think that anything could be attempted to get this season going again? Or, you know, or is it just to let the fans know? No, we are? I don't I think, think there's anything that can get the season going again. Honestly, I don't really see us. Um, will we get a couple of wins? Maybe in the division, maybe later on. Um, that might piss me off later on personally i don't want them just just tank just go last game like, versus the giants would be a nice win just because it's a long way for me to are go are you still don't. coming over i say save your money and just you know do it big next year but that's just me andy but you do you um hey i'm, I'm still going, i'm still going to las vegas i mean they're, they're yeah. blown out whatever because i'm in yeah, vegas that's Vegas, baby that's <laughs> there's vegas. a lot of things going to be yeah. blowing out can i say that in vegas yeah. no, am i not can i not say that on a podcast you said um, <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I know. I, I, I said there's probably a lot of things blowing out in Vegas. Um, oh, no, yeah. I yeah. listen. I personally, you know, I don't want. Look, it's eight games in, and our season's over. It's eight games in, our season's over. I mean, what do they expect from the fans? I mean, do they really expect us? Oh, yeah, let's go on that division run. Yeah, I'm living for those division wins. Fuck no. Yeah, I'm now kind of not I looking forward to them shit. games at the end of the season. We were all like, oh, well, it'd be fun to have all these divisional games at the end of the season. Now I'm like, oh, shit. I don't care. I don't care if they beat um, the Giants. I don't care if they beat Dallas. I don't care. I really don't care. This year is the is the year I don't care. I hope that you know what. Maybe that could be a chant. I don't care. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm out of when I say I have no more fucks to give. The only fuck I have left to give what? is for the NFL to finally like do something and Congress to try to fix the NFL. But will that mm. work? Probably not. No. But that's it. No, that's I it. get you. I get you. Uh, Maurice Scott's final question was: um, Ron said in his post-game press conference that the, he's assessing the positions as part of this team. Uh, Scott would like to know, Maurice, do you see any significant changes of the team or coaching staff after the bye week? No, no. I, I think that I think Ron has carte blanche to uh, do uh, what he needs to do. And let's remember, guys. We're playing a first place schedule, right? So we're playing a first place schedule with a backup quarterback that was doing college algebra on his sister's couch a year ago, uh, a kicker that was stocking shells and delivering uh, packages from UPS, um, a defense that seems completely befuddled and, re and, and restrained. So, I mean, right now, I think what happened was is that we took advantage of a weak NFC East last year and we really, you know, did something that we really should not have done. And now we thought we were a better team than we actually were. And, you know, you take Alex Smith off this team, you know, you can knock Alex Smith all you want to, but he helped us win some games. Um, we're just not a good team right now. And this rebuild process, which nobody wants to acknowledge, it's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. It's not a retrofit. It's not a renovation. It is a rebuild. We need to be rebuilt. And we all need to accept that. And I think we need to stop, you know, with all of the, you know, I think we're close. We're not close. We're far. We're very, very, very far away from being a perennial winning team. You right? two are closer to me right now than the Washington football team are to get into the Yeah, exactly. Ball. I can get to your house in England faster than it's going to take from Washington <laughs> to uh, become like a perennial power. And that's, and, but that's fine. You know, that happens to football teams. That's what we're at in our life cycle. You know, yeah. um, other teams have been there. Buffalo's been there. Cleveland's been there. Uh, Kansas City's been there. But we just got to make the conscious effort to get better, you know. And we can't be on a cheat code, right? Draft your quarterback and commit yourself to that quarterback for the future. That's what you – that's number one. Draft your quarterback of the future. Not some free agent that's going to, you know, rob you of draft picks. Draft your quarterback, build through the draft, okay? And, and, and tell the fans, hey, we're rebuilding, right? We're not a good team. We have a lot of work to do. Be transparent. And I think you'll get more fans to support you than blowing smoke up our tails saying, oh, we're going to reevaluate. What is there to reevaluate? You, you guys have been playing losing football for almost two years now. 
20, 20 years. 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. I know you meant. I know you meant. Ron Rivera had to know when he was coming in here, he was coming into a, a very impatient fan base. So even though his contract said five years, he knew he was coming into an impatient fan base. He knew what he was walking into. I think all sports team have impatient fan bases, unless you're like the New England Patriots and you have Brady for years and years. Every fan base in the NFL is impatient. But I think, yeah, but, but, but I know Andy, I'm, Andy, I'm, Andy, I'm gonna say this and I gotta hop off. No problem. But strategically, Coach Rivera made a decision, right? He decision number one is he got rid of the quarterback that we drafted in 19 and Dwayne Haskins for whatever reason, you know. So you can't well, honestly. That was an say, obvious reason. Yeah. What well, I mean, but 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 what I'm saying there's some teams that would have kept that asset because our number one draft pick is the number one draft pick. But he discarded that, which is fine. But he didn't replace him with anything, right? Right. You didn't replace right. him with anything. So these are his decisions that he has to own. So now you lost last season because you cut Dwayne Haskins, and now you're losing this season because you didn't get a a credible. Um, veteran quarterback or you didn't draft the quarterback in the draft to build for the future so now everybody's questioning your decision making that's why I feel like you need to be transparent and say look we're rebuilding right we want to get the supporting pieces around the team and then find a quarterback say that consistently so fans know what you're doing but if you try to be coy and talk on the edges and not really be transparent our fan base is too smart and like Shelly says they're impatient and I said this was going to happen like this, all the goodwill that he earned last year for winning the NFC East and battling cancer. I mean, people really aren't dragging him for filth like we've done, like Jay Gruden. Like, I don't think he's at that point yet. But if he has another season, next season like this one, he will be in Jay Gruden territory. And you know what that's like. So he's and I don't want to on him. it now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Mm, Maurice, mic drop before you leave. I like it, my friend. Yeah. Got to go, guys. Get uh, back to where, Maurice. Go see Go yeah. second the world, Maurice. Bye-bye. See you later, my brother. Um, Shelley, uh, we have a few more questions to get through before we get out of here. Uh, Richard Adams would like to know, Shelley, how much are we missing Carl Smith behind the scenes? Uh, Ron Rivera wanted his own people in. Uh, he's got them, and the early signs are not positive. Can you hear me okay? My neighbor decided to blow leaves right now. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. Did you hear my question? I did not hear your question. I, will, I shall repeat it. I shall repeat Thank it. Thank you. Uh, how much are we missing Carl Smith behind the scenes? Ron Rivera wanted his own people in. He's got them, and the early signs are not positive. How much are we missing Kyle Smith? And what? I, I feel like I'm talking to my nan now. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ron Rivera wanted his own people in. He's got them now, and the early signs are not positive. Oh, yeah. No, nothing's positive. I don't know what to say about I mean, nothing's positive right now. I don't I, I don't know. I is so it like I, is it like Ron Rivera thing. said today in his press conference? He said this is what we've got to go through to get like out of the dark and into no, the light. He said something. I think you don't no, believe all that crap? I don't like anything that Coach Ron is saying. That's why I'm questioning everything. I don't know. But do we not I have don't... to go through this to get maybe 
get out the other side with someone. Like I said, you need stability at a football team. You can't just get rid of him and then start another rebuild. Why do we someone will come in. Why do we have to go through a bad kicker? Why do we have to go through a crappy O-line? He could have gotten a better um, quarterback. Like, why do we have to get who? old Fitzpatrick? Like, who, who else was there, really? Let's be real. Fitzpatrick wasn't the answer. I mean, I know they went after Stafford, but why do we have to go through this? Like, why? They they chose to draft Jamin Davis. Is he making a huge impact on the field as a rookie? No. None of the rookies. I mean, we got so lucky last season, and it might have been the schedule that helped a little bit, but, but our rookie class of last Chase. year. Look, we didn't have to take Chase. Look, I know everybody's going to get on me for that, but we didn't have to take Chase. That was a huge quarterback, um, heavy quarterback draft class. Okay? We thought we thought we had we thought we had our quarterback then, though, didn't we? We had Dwayne Haskins. We had you know they probably thought Look, well we don't need always, you. You can always question a draft class. I love Chase. Don't get me wrong, but how important would it have been to get our quarterback? To get a quarterback, mm. like how important would that have been? Yeah, like no. I love our rookie year with Chase. That was great, but look at where we're at. We still don't have a fucking quarterback. We haven't had one of them for twenty years, but that's and that's... honestly, I mean, we 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 have depth on that on our defensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, we still don't have a quarterback. And yeah. do I love Chase? Yeah, I love Chase Young, but do I love him enough to say I I. Honestly, I'm at the. Would point you trade him for I, Deshaun Watson? Not for no, not for Watson. I would not. No, would not Deshaun. with his, not with his legal issues. Would be the if perfect team. If his legal team. issues were tied up, possibly if he did not have the legal issues. Okay. Um, hanging over him, but he does. Yeah. So. Mm. Last few questions, uh, Steve. Uh, Steve Andy 42 on Twitter, a good contributor. Me and him have had many a ding dong on Twitter. He's a good lad, old Steve. I like him. He's a good guy. Uh, a lot of folk will want to blame Scott Turner for our offense, but are our guys just not working hard enough off the ball? Taylor Heineke had time yesterday, and our guys weren't getting open. They uh, weren't getting open when he tried to force a play. He made the wrong choice. We missed fits, he said. Is it not all on Taylor Heineke, Shelley? Is it just a case of our guys aren't getting open? Like Marie said earlier, he's not—he's not a pocket quarterback. As soon as he stays in the pocket, we saw that yesterday. He gets absolutely crushed. But can our offensive weapons do? It's a bit hard because you know we're missing—you know—Diamond Brown didn't play. Curtis Samuel missing Logan Thomas. It's—it's it's very hard to be critical. But has 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 um, Steve got a point? No, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's a combination of play calling. I think it's a combination of Taylor trying to force a play uh, sometimes when it's not there. Um, I just think it's a combination of things. Mm. He's uh, quick to go to his check down sometimes. Maybe he's not seeing the field sometimes. I don't know. He I left a few out there yesterday. I know it's, it's easy to sit back on a TV replay and say, oh, look, that person was wide open or that person was an easier throw. But yeah. We're not, but, you know, you know, we had a lot of injuries on the O line too. And mm. so I don't know if that played a factor. I know uh Shadiq Charles definitely had his hands full on that right side. So yeah. he he was not having a good game. Yeah. But you know, Taylor and they got away from the run at the you know, at times, and I don't know why. I really don't know why, because it was it was working. 
it was working yeah. in phases i think i don't think it was working working we i said yesterday on twitter a lot of people we were agreeing and disagreeing the wash i've said this for weeks now the washington football team if i'm say the Denver Broncos or the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you'll sit down for 20 minutes and watch film on the Washington football team and go, yeah, I've got this done. We don't need to watch any more film. Done. Finished. And I think anyone could evaluate. I think we're so easy to evaluate right now as a football team. And that is what you said earlier. That does come down to coaching. It comes down to players. But I think you could, I reckon, you know, I reckon Tom Brady and co are pulling up their laptops today going, give me 20 minutes. That's all I need. I don't need Yeah, there's no game plan. There's no yeah, game. We were there's joking nothing. about that on Twitter. There's yeah, like no there's game nothing. plan. There's no game Let's plan. Have drink. Let's yeah. have a drink. Talk about yeah, uh, not... getting ready for Washington. Yeah. Um, Charles, Charles's uh, question, Shelley, just wrapping up. He, um, Charles would like to know, uh, basically, is Scott Turner's job safe? Oh, probably with Coach Ron. I mean, Coach Ron is such a loyal. Um, he seems like he's such an easygoing kind of guy that he gives his coaching staff such leeway. And I don't know why. Mm. I don't, but, but I, I would think he is. Yeah. I don't know why, though. And I don't know why Jack Del Rio would be either. But Jack Del Rio, is, to me, he's becoming a bit of a dinosaur. I think he needs to. Very much so. See ya. But um, Jack Del Rio should be on the block mm-hmm. more so than I think um, Scott, Scott Turner. Yeah. Um, Shelly, just finishing up here, where obviously we're going to the bye week now. We have the, like uh, Marie said, we have the Bucks coming up next. Oh my God. Uh, then, we, <laughs> then, we, then we go to Carolina. Uh, then we host the Seahawks. Um, like, you, 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 you oh, kind it's of, so you kind of summed it up earlier, and I think I summed it up yesterday on, on social media on Twitter. I was like, I'm not even. I know they don't care. I'm sitting here doing a podcast with you, and we'll still do this. And you know, I still sit down every Sunday, and I still, you know, I've got three or four pages of notes here, and I'm, you know, I'm still putting effort into this team. Probably me and you and Maurice probably putting more effort than some of the team do. But I'm just kind of now at that stage, Shelley, where I turned off the game yesterday, and I was like, oh well, we lost. Okay, it's Monday tomorrow. New week, you know. They can't disappoint me next Sunday. And I think all my sporting teams lost this weekend. It was not a good weekend for me sport-wise. But yeah, I'm just kind of... And it's bad to be like that as a fan because you want to be engaged in games. You want to be excited when we're scoring touchdowns, we're driving down the field. But yes, I was just sitting there and I was kind of just scrolling through social media. I was watching the game. Don't get me wrong. I've watched I watched every snap and everything. But I was kind of just... I think I was watching it, but I wasn't watching it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's bad, you know, when they're going through a rebrand, right? And they really need they really need fans to be excited. Um, and it's really bad when apathy sets in, mm. and that's what's happened. You know, yeah. fans are really at a point where they don't care. They're just they they feel nothing, and that's where I, you know. I've been dead inside for quite a while. And that's that's how I feel. It's like I'm dead inside. Even when they score a touchdown, I'm like, oh, yay, they scored. They're going to find a way to fuck this up. You know? It's like I'm I'm happy. I'm like, they did a good thing. That was a beautiful throw, Taylor. That's great. You're still going to find a way to fuck this up. Because yeah. inside, that's how I feel. And it's sad. I don't want to feel that way. But I'll we be do. damned. It's true. Yeah, we do. Well, Shelley, enjoy your bye week. Um, enjoy not being disappointed next Sunday with the Washington football team. Don't do crazy shots with a mad Englishman on a Friday night. That never ends well. 
You know, I had this crazy guy call me up on Friday night with his neighbor, Al. He looked just like you. Mm. Made me do shots with him. Made you drink for many hours and get you very drunk. And yeah, don't ever hang many out with hours. him again. He is a bad yeah. influence. Don't hang around with him, Shelly. He's yeah. a bad influence on you. And just you are very probably bad just as bad an influence. But Shelly, take care, my friend. Always a pleasure. You too. You Ladies too, my and friend. gentlemen, this has been the DC Tweet Team podcast. I have been your host, Andy Burrows, with Bahuis Hawkins and the amazingly beautiful Shelly Jordan. Till next time, everybody, stay safe.